Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. Absolutely awesome. Good to be in the house tonight. Give these guys a put your hand together for them. Come on. Outstanding. Outstanding. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because some people think it's about when the preacher gets up, but I reckon this is the best part. Come on, everybody. This is the best part. Worship. Worship is the best part. So don't ever miss that. Don't ever miss that. A lot of people come to church waiting for the word. I know people who only come to church for the word and they actually try to dodge the worship. I hope there's none of them here tonight. People who actually come to church after the praise is finished because it's too flippin' loud. Good Lord. I don't know how you'll get on in heaven. It's going to be living noisy up there, I'm sure. And uh, glad about that too. And uh, so never underestimate the power of praise and worship. This is actually it. This is actually it. I just get to finish off now, and uh, that's going to be cool. Uh, thank you. I want to thank everybody before I get going, because by the time I finish, we'll miss out on thanking everybody, okay? So I want to thank everybody who's been generous to us and, uh, and gracious to us. You guys have really looked after us while we've been here, and it's been a privilege to serve this house, to serve Peter and Emma and uh, Empower. It's back to Empower now. Um, and to serve Pastor Ross and Mary and your team. Your team. should say your team because without teams, none of us do anything. And so to all the great men and women that serve this house and make this uh, brilliant, who make it clean every time we come in here because there's nothing worse than coming into a place that's just a shambles and has no order about it. So I want to be careful to thank the people that make it easy for me to get up here and just just talk. Um, flow in what God's doing already in this place. Thank you to the sound people and all the musicians and all the people. Um, yeah. And uh, people who operate in the car park and make it just an awesome atmosphere. Thank you very much because I'd hate anyone to come here tonight and think that we've just got to the meeting. Man, it's been going since I don't know what time. Uh, when the musicians got here to practice. Do you guys practice before you do this? Yeah, it looks like you do. And uh, that's why it's good. Imagine if they arrived like some people do at church. Last minute we walk through the door and uh, hope to find a seat. And uh, someone's already set it out for us. And uh, imagine, though, if we came a lot earlier, I reckon revival could hit Harvey Bay. I truly believe that. I think sometimes we turn up at church and then we get expectant but I think we missed it right there, okay? I think let's turn up already on fire. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, this is a night of miracles, Lord. We acknowledge that right now. We acknowledge. I find that when you make an appointment with God and you actually appoint a moment for Him, I find that He turns up where you expect Him. God always turns up where you expect Him. So the best thing in the world is that we need to already pre-plan our lives that we came ready to receive a miracle in Jesus' name. So, Father, right across this place right now, we release your glory, your anointing. We thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And this woman here right now, even as you're standing there praying, the power of God is all over you tonight. Whether they came walking down here, God says, never, ever the same again. Oh, boy, there's a... 
fact, here's what we're going to do before we go one more step. We're going to get that whole row out. God's going to do something in that row. You people in that row. Come on, you're in the right row tonight. Third row, third row. Anyone who wasn't sitting in the third row, hard luck. Come on out, you guys. Yeah, third row. Third row, come on out. Power of God's on you. Power of God's on you. You're walking into something. I'll tell you right now, just as I went down there, there's some, oh man, if I was going to sit in church, if I wasn't going to get the first row, which is my favorite row, I'd go for the third row because on the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. On third third day, the stone got busted out of the way. On the third day, it was the incredible moment of creation. I want to tell you, right, lift your hands up here on this altar. Boy, the power of God's on you guys. Even as you go, as you go to Africa, carry it right now. Carry it right now. The anointing, man, the anointing of the Holy Ghost and fire. Fire, there's fire coming on you guys. In Jesus' name, Lord, boy, you just got a miracle, sir. You just got a miracle right there. Your anticipation has stirred up faith. And right now, it's released in your heart. Take that right now in Jesus' name. Sir, there it goes right now. Fire of the Holy Ghost comes upon you tonight. You're in the right place at the right time. Right? Oh, boys, you're up here for more. In Jesus' name. God, loose the anointing all over it tonight. I think what's on me gets on you. There it goes. In Jesus' name. There it goes. Holy Ghost and fire. Fire, fire, fire in Jesus' name. What happened to the third row on this side? What happened to the third row over there? Why wouldn't you grab a hold of it? Every opportunity in Jesus' name. God says, what I birthed in you, what I called you to, what I have, the foundation stones I've put in your life. God says, it's the foundation that I'm going to build on. It's a foundation that I'm going to release out of your life. It's a foundation of my anointing that's going to produce an incredible harvest. The seeds that have already been planted, God says, get ready, the germination of the Holy Ghost rain. You sung about rain tonight? It's on you right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come over here, young lady. Oh, boy, the power of God. Did you feel the power of God on you right there? Man, I tell you, there's an anointing of God on your life. Never underestimate what God would speak over your life. Never underestimate what God would call you and send you to. But God says, there's nothing to be expected about your life that would be normal or average. God said, I've called you above the bar. I've called you to jump over bars that are way too high for you. I've called you to excel in those things and to see the opportunity. And even when it looks impossible to man, God says it'll be possible because my spirit is upon you. In Jesus' name, anoint her right now. Let her carry that. Let the fire of God get on her. Lord God, I thank you for the anointing right now. Get ready to run. Get ready to run in that. God says get ready to run. Get ready to run. Don't stop where you are, but get ready to run again in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I thank you right now that the power of God, Jesus' name, Lord, let the fire of God rest upon her. In Jesus' name. There goes the anointing on you. Take that, boy, honey. Take it, take it, take it. You're going to affect your school, affect everything around. In Jesus' name, boy, Holy Spirit, I thank you for this man. Take a step forward from where you are right now. Lift up your hands to the Lord right there. Get ready to go to another level. God says it's another level for you, another level. You've been there long enough. Get ready for another level. In Jesus' name. Did I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? No. Come on, let's give God some praise in the house tonight. Jesus! Thank you, Ish. You're amazing. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I just feel like we can't just stop um, right there. 
God, we thank you right now. Mm, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. We could miss this later on. There's a huge anointing in this meeting right now. As there would be, I think we've been going, I can't remember how many nights we've been going now. Five nights. Five. If you have a need of healing in your body, I mean, we could wait till later on. But I just reckon there's healing in this place. Some people have been healed. Zoe came and told me she's been totally healed. Went to the doctor today, been totally healed. Man, God, you are so flipping cool. Um, Emma told me your back's been healed today. Back's been healed. We, we, when I was going to Africa, um, some, somebody was challenging me about the, the possible um, dangers of that trip in the places we were going and whether we would be safe or not. But the reality is we don't serve a God of maybe. We serve a God who is the God of impossibilities. And whatever you're dealing with tonight, I want to tell you, for your situation, there's a word of God for people here tonight. He's not a God of maybe. He's a God of possibilities and breakthroughs. He's not a God of maybe. Not a God of maybe. He's not a God of maybe. Stop condemning yourself and think you deserve what you've got. I hate that hate that when people say maybe they did something to deserve that that is a lie from the pit of hell that tangles so many up in their sickness and disease you didn't deserve nothing that would be evil in your life what you deserve is the grace and favour of a God who went to the cross for you and won the victory for you Read your Bible, for goodness sake. That'll get you healed. You don't even have to, oh my goodness, you don't even have to think about it. If you read your Bible, you automatically get healed. That's my testimony. If you just got to read the Bible, read, read, I think it's Nahum. Nahum, is that a book in the Bible? 23 verse, 20, 23 verse 21. Chapter 23 of Nahum. I think that's where it talks about that prophet Balaam, isn't it? Numbers, sorry. Well, that's where we want to go there. Numbers 23. Numbers 23, 21. It is. Numbers 23, 21, if you want to check it out. And it says, this is what, in Numbers, remember Genesis, Exodus, where God takes his people out of slavery, and they're the most stubborn, make your own word up there, <laughs> They are the most rebellious, like your kids, like people you've dealt with, like people you have to hang around, rebellious, disorderly, negative, complaining. The list goes on in Genesis. This is God's kids. God's kids. And yet we get to Numbers 23, and then... Oh, I love it. I love the Bible because we get to Numbers 23 and then God says these words. I have found no sin in my children. Genesis, Exodus, where they lied, cheated, built false idols to them, um, 
rebelled against him, got negative and said, no, we're not going in the promised land. See you later, God. Jam it. And then God says in Numbers 23, verse 21, I find no sin in my children. They are perfect in my sight. If only we could get a grip on that, we'd all be healed instantaneously. Because what God's saying there, you know what it's like. I mean, you, you, you've all got, if you haven't got kids, you will have them. They're never perfect. Your kids will stuff up, disappoint you, annoy you, do stuff that's totally wrong. God's kids are no different. And God here is talking about his family, and that's you and I tonight. And you know, it's easy people to criticize people in the church, but let us never criticize ourselves because we're the family of God. Hello? And even God doesn't criticize his own kids. He says he might have to discipline them at home, like you have to discipline your kids, but when someone down the road starts talking bad about your kids, slap, slap, slap. We don't like it when others talk about our kids in a bad way, even if they might be right, and God's the same. Even if they might be right, he says, I find no sin in my children. That's enough to lift up a shout of praise in this place, that God has set you free, that thousands of years before the cross, he said, you're already free, you've already got the victory, you're already set free from the curse. We don't have to wait for it, God's already done it. If you need healing tonight, jump out on this altar right now. I believe there's an anointing here for people that have even got set free right there. Come quickly, come quickly. There's an anointing here. There's, here's, here's what, and I just get this right now. If you have uh, situations with your throat, get out here right now. I believe God's going to heal some people with, their, with a throat condition right now. If you have a situation right now with your spine, with your back, jump out here. If you need to get pregnant and you can't get pregnant, get out here right now. Get out of here right now. Kiki Ababu Baba Yanda. Woo! Jesus. 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 Thank you. Shamanamanubariyanda. Shabadubariya. You know what I just think? I just think this. If you're not already on the altar, in Jesus' name, be healed right now. Holy Spirit, right now. Right now, right now, power of God, total restoration, complete healing in Jesus' name. Now get up there and sing. I want some worship. Where's that worship team? Yeah, God bless you, awesome lady. Mm. I was just thinking. There's a reason I wanted worship right now. Um, you remember Jacob? Sorry if you're not at your desk to write this point down. Just rememorize it, all right? Because everything's just another point of my message, all right? But here's what just came to me right then was um, when Jacob was fleeing his brother because Jacob had been a bad boy, a deceiver, Something else is something else he was too. He was a deceiver and a liar and a cheat. So he's running away from his brother who was going to... Then he comes, the Bible says he came to a certain place. A certain place. Don't underestimate where you stand right now. I believe this to be a certain place. That's why I've called the singers and the musicians up here because this is a certain place that you've come to tonight. 
he never recognized it when he was there. And a lot of people don't recognize where they're at. You're in church. This is a certain place. It's called the Church of the Living God. More than that, when we come together, God's right here right now. You can feel his presence. I can feel it all over this place. I've become, um, uh, don't like using the word familiar, but I've come to know the presence of God in a very real way in my life. He's here all over this place tonight. And Jacob woke up the next day and he said, man, I almost missed it. God was right there and I knew it not. And the Bible says he went and built an altar at that place. And I want to say to someone, you see, there was a ladder ascending and descending. You saw angels ascending and descending. There's an angel coming to people. See, our, sometimes our lack of prayer causes angels to be unemployed. But when we pray, as people have been for these meetings, it causes angels to be deployed into your situation. One touch from an angel, man, you're never the same. One touch, honestly, with the Holy Spirit, honestly, get God in your world, you're instantly healed, restored. When I was had a broken heart from my son's death, when I was smashed to pieces, when I never wanted to know God, I didn't want to believe in God anymore, threw my Bible, tore pages out of my Bible. That was a third day experience. And on the third day, I'm in my office just depressed like you could never believe. My 30-year-old son's been snabbled away from me in a tragic accident, and I can't understand it. We can't understand anything, incidentally. And right then, and I knew I was in the most desperate state of my life, and right then, I said, God, why can't I hear you in this day? And I'll tell you right now, as sure as I stand here today, the Holy Spirit walked straight through the wall of my office straight through the wall. I saw him with my own eyes walk straight through the wall of my office, eight feet tall, bent down. I saw my heart on the ground shattered like a piece of broken stone, a tile. It was like a red tile heart that was smashed to pieces. And he bent down and he picked it up and he just said, it's going to be okay. And he put his hand right there. And I tell you right there, I have never been broken since that day never been broken if we can get a hold of the certain place that God has us in when we begin to praise you see there are some things see there, there was a ladder going to heaven there's a ladder for heaven right here right now I see I feel there's a ladder for heaven in this place we, we underestimate that and we think we've just come to an altar that's bull guys this is I see something happening here that is supernaturally dynamic and it's like the, see heaven, I'm convinced that heaven has gates. The Bible consistently talk about gates, the gates of heaven. God doesn't want just anything wandering into heaven. Doesn't want the devil wandering in there and messing it up. There are gates on heaven. And I'm sure that there are guards inside the gates or at the gates of heaven. But this is what my Bible says. See, the Bible gives us an access code right into the gates of heaven. Now, it's a secret code, and thousands don't like know it. Even Christians don't know it. But there's an access code that'll open the gates of heaven for you tonight and will gain your salvation, your freedom, your healing, your restoration, your victory. And when I was in my office... And I didn't know what to do. Three days broken, I put praise and worship on. And my Bible says 
This is the access code for heaven for all of those who don't know it. It is you will enter his gates with praise and his court you enter his gates with praise and his courts with thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving will activate heaven all over your life tonight. That's why I got these guys up, because that's the access code. It's not like I need, I need, I need. No, it's praise and then it's thanksgiving. And there's your miracle. When I'm laying paralyzed on my bed, it's praise and it's thanksgiving. The access code to heaven. The access code that opens the gates and releases your miracle. The access code that has already released the victory. This woman right here, I want to tell you right now, you already got your miracle. Just standing there, you got your miracle. Never the same again. Restored, healed, delivered, set free. Curse broken off your life. A curse just broke right off your life. A generational curse is gone. Your mind's going to be set free. You're not going to suffer those headaches any longer. God's setting your mind free, your spirit free. It's going to reflect across your family. Even a generation's going to know it because God's done a miracle in your life tonight. Because the code is thanksgiving and praise. So we're going to start doing that in a minute. These guys are going to start singing in Jesus' name. Which means, lift your hand right now. Which means... The anointing that I called you for. The, the, the purpose of my calling on your life. Even when you're a young boy, the purpose of the calling on Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what. There's a powerful anointing on your life. There's a verse in the Bible, I think I can't even remember where it is now. It says, cast not the pearl before the swine. I want to tell you, the anointing that's on your life is going to break shackles, set captives free, open doors, open windows, and don't let it get distracted. Don't let it get pulled this way or that way. Just when you were singing tonight, I saw an anointing come off you that can literally break the shackles and release an open heaven. Holy Ghost, touch him with power tonight power on what you have established in his life and Lord in his heart right now I release that anointing there it goes there goes the anointing on you right now Holy Ghost okay guys here's what's going to happen here's what's going to happen many are going to get miracles here tonight spines are going to get healed throat conditions are going to get healed um, situations that you have had in bowel infections and stuff like that kidneys are going to get healed and, and, and this is like going to happen because when God shows up miracles happen this is my experience when God shows up miracles happen whether I'm here or not God shows up and miracles happen and, and people who cannot have babies I believe tonight not here of course but somebody's going to conceive it could be here it could be here no, probably not a man, not a man but here's, the, the, the reason I say that is because God turned up to Mary and she was pregnant right then. Man's the only person who struggles with time. <sighs> Take a breath right now because there's such an anointing in here, such an anointing of God's prayer. I would sooner... Um, uh, trying to think his name now, one of David's men said, I'd ra far sooner spend a moment in the presence of God than anywhere else on the planet. Because this is the place where miracles happen. Minds are being renewed. Curses broke off tonight. Generational curses are gone in Jesus' name. 
victim mentality got destroyed in here tonight. Got destroyed. People who've had a victim mentality, you easily bow down to a victim mentality. Gone in Jesus' name. Leukemia is gone in the name of Jesus. Myeloma, cancer, gone in Jesus' name, okay? Gone in Jesus' name. Because when God turns up, everything bows its knee to the name of Jesus. This is a miracle zone. What's impossible with man is possible with God. I think I told you last year when I was here when I got a phone call to come and visit my auntie who was in Brisbane Hospital with myeloma. And when I was about to fly, three weeks later, they said, you're too late, she's already gone. And when I got there, she had gone unconscious. She'd been unconscious for three days, I think. And they said she's gone. And uh, in fact, when I arrived at the hospital, they had a funeral director there talking about how the funeral would go. But they somehow missed the fact that God wanted to do what he wanted to do. So when it looks impossible with man, it's possible with God. When it's no longer a job for mankind, it's a job for God. And so I didn't know what to do. What do you do in a situation? You walk in and there's 18 relatives sitting around. They're all depressed, crying, sad, broken. What do you do? You don't feel like you can walk in there shouting and singing. You just walk in with the confidence of a God who is a God of miracles. And, and here's the issue. If you read in, I think it's in Genesis chapter 18, maybe 19, God told Abraham to go sacrifice his own son. Some of you will know the story. It's a very famous story. Go and sacrifice your own son, which is like, what the heck's wrong with you, God? Sacrifice your own son? But God knew what that all was about. And apparently, Abraham was faithful enough to say, God, I'm going to obey you, whatever you say. So off he goes, and it says this. can't remember the verse right now. It might be in verse 16. It says, Abraham put the wood on his son. So he took the wood, and he took his son. And the Bible says this in an incredibly, incredibly clear way. It says, Abraham carried his own fire. I reckon a lot of people want to turn up to their miracle with no fire. Passion is one of the greatest things. I am so passionate about the love of Jesus Christ. I'm so passionate about the stuff we sang tonight where he set me free. I'm so passionate tonight that Jesus already has secured heaven for me. I'm so passionate tonight that my sin is gone and that I'm set free. That I carry, I literally carry my own fire. When I walked into that room the other that not the other day, a year ago now, I walked into that room, there was not an ounce of fire in there. And you've got to carry your own fire into your own world. And I reckon if there's anything that could happen while I'm here in this visit, is that people would learn to carry their own fire. Yeah. Carry your own fire. Yeah. Carry your own fire into your own world. Because yeah, it's not about you, it's about others. So we've got to carry our own fire. Yeah. No matter how crook we are, carry our own fire. Even when I'm in hospital, paralyzed, and getting people to come in and pray for me, and they're whispering prayers, don't whisper. Get noisy. We've got to activate heaven here. And they got noisy, and the man in the next room got healed. Because the fire of God turns up and miracles will happen. So carry your own fire. And when I walked up to my auntie, and she's totally gone, unconscious, and I just put my hand on her, and all I said was, 
I speak the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Because that's what we carry. That's what we carry. That's why you don't need me to hang lay hands on you. You just need the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. We've been singing about it all night. Been singing about it. We've been talking about it all week. The resurrection power. And instantaneously, she her eyes snapped open. She opened her eyes and she said, Fear just left the room. Faith just came into the room. Now, I don't know whether faith came in before I got there, when I got there, or when I said those words, but faith came into the room. And then I said this to her. I said, you know what? I can see myeloma all over your body, and there's a set of scales on top of you, and here's myeloma sitting on your body. Here's praise and worship up here empty. And so myeloma's got the victory. So let's use that secret code that unlocks heaven's glory on our lives. And I said... I just think you need a little bit of praise and worship. Then the family tried to correct me. They said she can't speak. She's not allowed to do anything. She's not, she can't move because her spine's fallen apart with the myeloma. And I said, I don't care. God has just touched her and said, myeloma's going to lift off when praise and worship starts to come on her. Instantaneously, she lifted up broken arms and started worshipping Jesus. No one could understand how that happened. The doctor walked in the room and said, I don't know what's happened in this room, but that woman has totally come alive. She's alive, home, set free, healed today because there is great power in praise and worship. Now, so you've got to carry your own fire. So here's what's going to happen right now. We're going to lift our hands. Miracles have already happened. So let's just lift our hands. You're going to lead us. And we're going to just start worshipping and thanksgiving. You can dance, do whatever you like. Ben, check that knee out that was stuffed tonight. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Never the same again, man. Never the same again. We've been singing these songs. You wash me clean. I want to tell you right now, step into it. Step into, step up consistently. Let God, God is going to call you up, call you up. He's going to pull you up. He doesn't want you to be even where you are. He calls you up. He calls you onto new levels, different thinking, mindset. Be trained by the renewing of your mind that you may be able, able, able. There's an ability on you. There's a call on you. Nothing of the past affect you any longer in Jesus' name. Man alive, Holy Spirit, call to this nation. Where's, where's, where's that? I can't remember who was. Holy Spirit. And I really get this word for you for such a time as this. For such a time as this. That I believe that we met by divine appointment even in this season and I believe this is a divine season in your lives and I believe in fact um, when Elijah had um, had made the sacrifice and got rid of all the prophets of Baal and then he said to his servant go have a look it's about to rain we've been singing about rain tonight I believe that this season is going to be an amazingly fruitful season in your guys' lives. And even when he went the first time and he came back, remember he said, uh-uh, there ain't no clouds, it's not going to rain here. 
and then the Lord just said, why don't you go again? And sometimes we get annoyed about going again. Even I get annoyed about going again. And then he said, nothing there, go again. And on the seventh time, in fact, I reckon you get to like going again after a while. You know, it's like me going to the gym. First three times are pretty tough. But after that, fluent heck, this is all right. We get to enjoy it. And then I reckon he came back glad there was no cloud. Because Elijah could say, go again, buddy. He's like, I was hoping you'd say that. I'm going to say, go again. This anointing comes on like it was. Hallelujah. Well, I think we should try and sit down and stop the meeting. Well, what's the time? Is time up yet? It's, it's time's up. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you one more word before I go, okay? I wanted, I want, uh, God came to Abraham and he said this. He said, this is what you're going to take away from here. God came to Abraham and he said, um, I am the Lord, Elohim, almighty God. And then he said, I am the, I've got to get my notes. I've lost it. I am the Lord. And then he changed his name, which I think is so, so flipping awesome that he changed his name right then. And uh, let me just read it to you because this will be good for you. This could be the best thing you'll get for the whole weekend, actually. Um, truly, you're going to go away with a miracle. You're going to go away with a lot of things. And um, it's on one of these pages. Here it is. I am the Lord, Elohim. And then he said, I am the Lord, Almighty God, El Shaddai. Now, El, El Shaddai is an interesting name for God because God wants to reveal himself in different levels all the time to us. And I believe that El Shaddai turned up here tonight. El Shaddai is the God of all things are possible. The God of more than enough. God is never restricted by your circumstances. He's more than enough. I'm El Shaddai. God wants to say that to somebody here tonight. I am the God El Shaddai. I'm more than you need. El Shaddai. If you've ever been to the, the Louvre in France, it's called the Louvre. It's a museum for famous art and stuff. El Shaddai is, re, is represented there in many statues, carvings, paintings, as a many-breasted one, if you can even say that in church. Many-breasted one. So there are paintings and, and statues with this many-breasted whatever, make your own, get your own vision of that. And uh, the nearest picture I can get is like when I was raised on a farm, fortunate enough to be raised on a farm, and we had pigs. If you can even use a pig in this illustration, because the pig would be the most many-breasted creature I know. And when the pig would have a baby, it seemed to just have many breasts, and um, so my brothers and I were fascinated at the pigs. Dad farmed pigs. So we'd go down, and when a mother pig's had a... Well, the reason we went there, because when a mother pig's had a baby, 
Will you try to capture one of those babies and get away alive? And we used to love to go down. We had competitions on who could get a baby pick and get over the fence before losing your leg. And uh, that's what we'd do. Now, here's the interesting thing about this pig. They seemed to have dozens of babies. But there was always... This is, a, this is a, a thing that I noticed that came to my attention after many years. The runt of the litter never missed out. Never missed out. God is El Shaddai. When everything else fails, he's still got something for you. You may have missed out. You may feel like you failed. You may feel like there's nothing. God, what did I even turn up for? And God says, there's still more for you tonight. The runt of the litter would always seem to get attached somewhere. And God's got somewhere for you to be attached. Somewhere for you to be connected in. Somewhere for you to be connected into his love tonight. No matter where you're at, God's got somewhere for you to connect into his love tonight. And I want you just right where you are, bow your heads and close your eyes. Because El Shaddai is here. He's the God of more than enough. He loves it when it's half empty. He loves it when your barrels run dry. That's when he starts doing a miracle. He loves it when there's no wine left at the wedding, no joy left at the wedding. He loves it when it's all run out because it's a job for El Shaddai. El Shaddai's here tonight for your emptiness, for your brokenness, for your lostness. He's here tonight and he's saying, hey, there's another place where you can connect tonight. There's another place where you, you may feel left out, broken, but El Shaddai's here tonight. And he's a God of more than enough. He's a God of the supernatural and he's a God of miracles tonight. And tonight, wherever you are right now, if you don't know this God, he's a God of revelation. You may know the God of religion. You may know the God of, of creation. You may know that God tonight. But do you know the God tonight who can save your soul and set your spirit free? Do you know the God of that revelation tonight? It's another revelation. God came to Abraham and he said, yeah, you know Elohim, but what about El Shaddai? I want to present to you tonight, do you know the God who can save your soul, who can set you free of sin, who can take away your lostness and give you hope for eternity? Do you know my God tonight? Jesus said to Peter, who do men say that I am? And Peter said, well, some say you're Elijah, some say you're a prophet, but he said, I say that you are the son of the living God. You are Jesus Christ. Friend, maybe tonight you need to recognize and say, I want to know this God. I want to know Jesus Christ who takes away the sins of men. I want to know Jesus Christ who hung on the cross for my sin. I want to know Jesus Christ tonight, the one who saved me from my lostness, the one who gives me a place. I may have been the runt of the litter. I may have nothing to connect to, but God says tonight, I've got a place just for you. Whoever that is right now, quickly lift your hand. I want to pray with you tonight. Whoever that is, you need to get right with God. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. Who else is bless you, ma'am? God bless you. Right down the back. God bless you. Who else is here tonight? Don, I need to give my life to God bless you, honey. That's so awesome. God bless you. Who else is here tonight? Just lift your hand. I can't quite see it. So give me a wave. Give me a wave. If that's you tonight, I need to get right with God. God bless you, man. That's so awesome. Anybody else right now, before I close this meeting, friend, the greatest miracle that will ever happen here is people saying yes to Jesus. And there's somebody here tonight, man, and I'll tell you, right now, this is not only our last night, but this is for you. This is a strategic moment in your life. And I'm going to ask you one more time, if you don't know 
know Jesus as your Savior, if your sins are not forgiven, lift your hand right now. We're going to include you in a prayer tonight and believe for a miracle in your life. Who is that right now? Please, please. Yeah, God bless you, honey. That's so awesome. God bless you. Is there anybody else? I'm going to close this altar right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, if there's anybody else, let them respond on the last night of these great meetings in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for those that have lifted their hands. I thank you for those right now that have said, God, I want to be connected to your love. God, I want to know your love. I pray right now, let a releasing miracle come over them in Jesus' name. And I'm going to ask you right now from all over this meeting, because I want to personally shake your hand and pray with you. I'm going to invite you right now all over this meeting, wherever you were, when you lifted your hand, please come and stand right at the front here with me. I just want to say, I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want to shake your hand. I want to pray for you, and I want to believe for God's blessing. You know, come on, honey. Yeah, come on out here. God bless you. God bless you. Come and stand right here. Come and stand right here. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on out, honey. God bless you. So awesome to have you here tonight. You're in an amazing place. There were others that were had their hand. Where are you? You're coming, coming. Come on, give them a hand as they come. People trying. Let them through. Let people through that are coming. Jesus, God bless you, buddy. Don't miss out on this opportunity. God bless you, man. So awesome. Somebody else from down the back. Why don't you come, friend? Why don't you come? Don't miss this opportunity. I need to get right with God tonight. I wouldn't miss this for the world right now. This is the greatest miracle you'll ever enter into is saying, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. Someone else needs to come right now, and I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you, waiting for you, waiting for you, because I believe God's got a miracle here for you in the realm of salvation tonight. Hallelujah. And then we're going to pray. We're going to pray for these guys. God bless you, man. I want to thank you, and I want to congratulate you. Great step tonight. Great step. God bless you. God bless you. So awesome to meet you. God bless you, honey. So awesome to stand here with you tonight. It's awesome. I'm going to invite you to pray a prayer with me tonight. We're all going to pray it together right across this place, incidentally. And I want you right now just to lift up your voices. If you're standing on the altar, make this your prayer, please. Say, Jesus, I want to thank you that tonight have captured my attention I want to connect to your love tonight I want to know your power and I ask you right now come into my life forgive me for my sin set me free of my past and give me a brand new start in Jesus name I confess you died for me you rose from the dead you live forevermore. And right now, you're in my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give them a huge hand clap across this place. Hallelujah. Hey, can I get you guys, can I get the three of you to go with? Peter is a good guy. If I can get you to go with him, I'd love you for it. Take whatever you need to go. And tonight, I'm going to say you are the awesomest people in the world. Harvey Bay, I love you. And uh, I want to say thank you very much for hosting us. And uh, Pastor Ross. Wow. Isn't God good? Wow. Why don't we all stand for just a couple more minutes before we finish tonight? Whether you got prayed for tonight by anyone particularly, the most important thing is that God's hand is upon your life. The Almighty, I love that thought, the Almighty God is with us. We need to sing that song that we were singing earlier, Like a Flood, We Receive Your Love. Let's just sing that song just for a few minutes before we finish tonight. Don, thank you so much for coming and lifting our faith, stirring our hearts. Just 
helping many people connect to Jesus Christ. What a joy to see people experiencing salvation for the first time. One of the ladies at Transformations this morning opened a heart to Jesus and tonight other people and right throughout the week. I want us to sing this song just before we go tonight. And the power of this words, we receive your love like a flood. I believe God started something afresh in many lives. And Pastor Don and, and my wife and that we were having morning tea today and he said, we need to not just describe our situation, but we need to declare the promises of God. We're so good at describing our need and our problem and the challenges, but God says, I want you to declare by faith the word of God over your life, your situation, your family, your business, your future. We need to de declare confess that life and death are in the power of the tongue, your tongue. And I believe God wants to stir our hearts <clears throat> to declare the promises, the breakthroughs, the restoration, the healing, <clears throat> the outworking of all that he has for our lives. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.